to all the tens and tens of people in the stands and all the tens and tens of people listening to your house. Let's get ready to talk shit! Welcome to the We Party Podcast. On this podcast, we try to bring you the widest range of sports topics known to man, with some of the most uneducated opinions also known to man. Strap it up, because we're about to blitz that ass with hot takes. Let's go! We're back. Welcome back to the We Party Podcast. Today is September 20th, 2019. This podcast is going to be a little bit different this go around. We're missing one leg of the tripod. That would be Barry. He's going to go watch Mississippi State lose to Kentucky. Good for him. That'd be a nice little weekend getaway. Um, some of the topics we're going to hit, um, obviously football. We're going to talk about college, NFL, AB, that type of deal. Some of the uh, QBs that we're missing these days. Um, we will talk about the big day that's going to remain in history as the day we rated Area 51. Um, pretty much it's going to be open up and we're just going to kind of bullshit with me and Mike here. Uh, we have a few questions that were called in, so we're going to play those. We'd love to get some more of those from the fans. Um, that would be great because you get to hear your voice on the podcast. Plus, gives us a little content that's you know not just us bullshitting. Yeah, going back and forth. Yeah, a little back and forth. Um, anywho, so Mike, where do you want to kick this bitch off with? All right, uh, appreciate it, Jeff. Glad to be back. Uh, was this podcast four? Four, four yeah. We're, all right. For one, we were supposed to do that football one. Yeah, we kind of... My got, my got sick, so we decided... Quote, unquote, sick. Garrick's probably listening. You ratted yourself out. I didn't do it. Um, anyway, so Mike was sick. That was Sunday. I was sick on Monday. Oh, but yeah, okay. Mike was sick on... All right, whatever. He was sick. He called him sick on Monday because he was so sick. <clears throat> but, so we decided not to do that, that all-football podcast... We will get into that. Right now, you know, we got our hands are a lot of uh, things right now. So we're, we got five lots, lots of ideas that we're lots going of through. things, but um, it's kind of hard to wrangle everyone together like for twice a week, but we're going to get to it. Um, we might even eventually branch out to bringing some more people into this podcast and doing different things with it, with different specialties. Uh, if anyone's interested in doing something like that, We'd like to hear any ideas you got. We might bring you on to do it. Um, anywho, so back to Mike. What do you want to do with this? Uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with some college football. Um, you know, uh, we'll start with LSU, Vanderbilt. Not a huge matchup. Um, you know, Vanderbilt's not, not you know, having that great of a year. Um, what's new? Right, what's new, you know? They're good in baseball usually, but – Football, not so much. Good, good school, though. It's a good school. Very good school. It's a good school. Very, very good. Um, just, you know, to kind of go over some stat leaders, you know, going into this game, you got uh, Joe Burrow for LSU right now at 1,122 yards, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. I believe he is in the top five uh, for the Heisman watch uh, as of week three. Uh, Neil for Vanderbilt uh, has got 463 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, rushing is pretty even. Edwards-Alaire, uh, 182 yards, four touchdowns going into this game. 
with uh, Vanderbilt Vaughn at 130 yards, one touchdown. And then receiving, Justin Jefferson is having a phenomenal year. 374 yards uh, going into this game with four touchdowns. So I don't think it's going to be an evenly matched game. I think LSU's, you know, looking to come out fast, keep their foot on the gas pedal. Uh, coming off, you know, some big wins in the last few weeks. Uh, Northwestern gave them kind of a tough test starting off last week. But, uh, you know, they they fought back and, you know, made a statement and uh, let everybody know that they still are the top team in Louisiana. Um so, I, you know, looking forward to watching LSU play, seeing what all they're going to come out with, and, uh, you know, coming back to Baton Rouge with a victory. What do you think, Jeff? About that game? Yeah, you got any got any thoughts on it? I mean, I know you're not an LSU fan, but. From what I've seen from LSU, they look good. But another thing, when you get into the deeper part of the, con- the, the, the conference play, and I saw someone talking about this. Don't know who it was. Sorry. Um, we're talking about that lack of running game oh, yeah. that, that they're going yeah. with. And Bama, they also said, was Bama, LSU. They're playing more Big 12 style, and they kind of got away from the bread and butter a little bit. Yep. Is that because they're doing it for these cupcakes? Well, I mean, Texas, that, they could have used a running game to slow them down a little bit. I think they, yeah. If LSU, you know, in previous seasons, everybody's known LSU as their running game. And so it's and weird. And, and only, yeah. I mean, you know, two, three, four running backs in the backfield that can rotate in, um, you know, top players in college football. So it's it's a little different to see them coming out with such a, a high-intensity passing game. It's it's kind of odd. What about the 11, 11 o'clock kickoff? LSU a- usually does not play good at 11 o'clock, so I'm a little worried about that. Um, they're more of a night team. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. On the road, 11 o'clock game, you know, they – Nashville's a party town. You think those yeah. boys are out there? I mean, they, they got – What does Vanderbilt have to lose, you know? LSU's, what, number four right now in the country in, in the polls? And, you know, the, Vanderbilt has nothing to lose. So, they're probably going to come out try to give LSU the best game they can. And, you know, LSU usually does have a tendency to play down to the opponent. You know, last week, Northwestern exposed LSU a little bit with their zone defense. I mean, they were hitting the simple routes and moving the ball down the field with ease. So, who knows? You know, they could have opened up some doors for other teams that LSU is going to be playing this season to, you know, kind of hit those weak spots. I think they got to get the defense figured out. But we've got one of the best in the game to, you know, scheme. So, who knows? We'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to the game. Love watching LSU football. One of my favorite things to do on a Saturday. We'll uh, we'll drink a lot of cold beer and watch LSU. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, another one of the big matchups this weekend is going to be A&M versus Auburn. Um, that's what happens when I pee Auburn. Oh, that burns. Um, <laughs> Nobody likes Auburn anyway. No, so. they, they fucking suck. Yeah, I can't stand um, Auburn. Actually, this is going to be a tough matchup. It will do. This will de- decide how our season is going to go. We should beat teams like Auburn. They're number eight, four seventeen, but we're the four point favorite in that game. Um, we're going to have to have a good game from Mond, where uh, we need Spiller to keep running the ball pretty well. He's a freshman, but he's been doing re- uh, really well. Um, you really need Mond to come out firing from the start. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an opportunity in that Clemson game to come he, out hot. and He choked. He, he missed some throws. If he can come out in this game, start off fast, hit those good throws, you know, open up that defense a little bit, I think you all have a really good chance to, to come out with a win. The spread's four. I could see either way. 
being not being non-biased on this, I got the boss going right now. That's a bad ag bad Aggie syndrome. Um, so I pretty much think we're going to lose every game now after losing to Clemson. I thought Lamar had a good shot at beating us. They, <laughs> I mean, they were undefeated going. They proved game. me wrong. <laughs> um, but this is kind of the Aggie life. I think you know. From a from a defensive stance, A&M's got to get after Auburn's quarterback, true freshman. Uh, I know he's he's a good athlete. He's he's a you know good quarterback coming out of high school. But if you can, you know, with with the lack of experience, if you can put some pressure on on the quarterback early, you can kind of rattle him a little bit. Just and, looking at his numbers, though, him. Ver I mean, who did they play? They played Oregon was the best team they played. Right. He's 44 for 84. Not very good. That's no, no. And, he, and he's lacking experience, which is, you know, a big thing when it comes to playing in these big games. And we got some talent. Despite what all y'all have to say, we got a little talent, okay? So. I think if you put put pressure on him early, get after him, you know, flush him out of the pocket, you know, maybe come out with a couple sacks, you know, start off, maybe a three and out. Um, you know, you kind of get him rattled. You know, I think A&M's got a real good chance in this one. Which Why is, Auburn is number eight in the country, couldn't tell you. I could not. Agree. I don't. I don't really agree with that. But they haven't know. looked very good. No. Um, but we haven't really looked super spectacular either. We did score sixty something last week, but that was against Lamar. I mean, you got the the three games they've played: Oregon, Tulane, and Kent. This is a 27-21 victory over Oregon. A 24-6 win over Tulane and 55-16 against Kent. This game right here is going to be one of their toughest tests of the season. Without a doubt. You know, SEC play, regardless of who it is, is going to be tough. It, it, they're tough opponents. They've got a lot of athletes. So I really think this is a good measuring stick for both teams, though. I think so, too. This, I think this, this could really be a defining moment for how the rest of the year is going to go. Cause, yeah, because if we – if one of us loses to each other, we're probably going to lose to other teams at our same skill level. When hopefully it's not us, because I don't want that <laughs> for for my sanity. I want a few wins. Uh, yeah. um, so that's pretty much those games. There's some other uh, pretty nice games coming up. What we got tonight? It's uh, Utah USC should be a decent match. The spread on it though was pretty close. Uh, three Utah uh, with three. Um, so, you know, that game I think could go either way. Utah's number 10 in the country. They usually have a decent football team. But, you know, they're that, saying they're pretty, that, that pretty USC, solid. though, they're always sneaky. They, they should have good players, but Todd gotta, Helton sucks. Yeah. I and think, like you said before we started this, USC loses, head coach gone. He Urban might, Meyer in. He's going in. If, I, I can't see anyone besides him going there. I think he wants that job. And then. They said probably um, they won't announce that they're getting rid of their coach, but it's going to be similar to what we did with someone. The people on the know know what's going on. Right. They're going to be in contact with Herb Meyer, and you can bet your ass if they lose this game, they're not going to sit through another losing season. No. Or, not uh, USC. Uh, me not mediocre. Yeah, not and, USC. But some of these, I mean, right, for one, are – you got UCLA in the same town, yep. and they're god-awful. Yeah. They brought in Chip Kelly, who's supposed to be the wizard, and I saw something. I don't have the exact number, so, Gary, please don't stat check me. But um, they said that 
per play, yards per play, they're somewhere under, like around five or under five uh, yards per play. I think that was dead last in the college football, and he's supposed to be the best. Yeah, well. And they said he's not going to run the Oregon offense that he used to, which is why everyone liked Oregon. So I don't. Well, get, it was one of the like fastest offenses I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, he's they the reason were, everyone else started. Doing yeah, it. I mean, it, it was. Watching Oregon back when Chip Kelly was there, that some was of the fun. athletes they had, it was exciting. Cool. You didn't know what was going to cool happen. Cool uniforms. They looked faster. Right. They sent many running backs, yes. many quarterbacks. Yes. Well, I guess many quarterbacks. They've sent quarterbacks. They've sent the some athletes for um, sure. And I don't really hear much about them besides that Justin Herbert. Well, yeah. I mean, they're projecting him to be in the top of the NFL draft, but and I don't think you'll hear much from him this season. No, I really don't. Um so we got that game. What Next else we one got? we've got a uh, top ten matchup: Notre Dame Georgia. Should be a good one. Uh, lines you know fourteen and a half to Georgia. I think they cover. I think they cover, but it should be a pretty decent game. I think was it last year that it, it, it was took a, it, was a, it took a lot for Georgia to come out of Notre Dame with a win. So and can I also say something? I like games like this. Yes. Yeah, I think Bama. I they haven't played zero people. Oh yeah. Uh, South Carolina, they're supposedly pretty good, but they lost their quarterback. That was supposedly what was good about them. Yep. Um, this is a funny one. Uh, I don't know when you were a kid. Tennessee, Florida, primetime game. Yes. Used to be. Yes. All right. So, that's 11, 11 o'clock kickoff on – well, it's on ESPN. But that used to be one of the biggest games. I remember Peyton Manning, yep. Danny Warfel, all those guys. Yep. That was the one to watch. And, well, I didn't like either of the teams. When I was a kid, I have to admit, I was a Florida State. I kind of pulled for Florida State a little bit when they had uh, Chris uh, Winkle. Not Winkle. Winky. Winky, yeah. Chris Winky. Peter Wark. Was it Peter Wark or Patrick? It was Peter Wark. Bush. Um, Shout out Bush Latte. Bush Latte. And Peter Wark was the man back in the day. That sucker... I thought he was going to be the best pro. I think he maybe went to Cincinnati. Didn't do a whole lot after that. Um, but, yeah, I kind of pulled for them a little bit. But I'll tell you, the talk around the uh, sports world in college football is a lot of people want Notre Dame to lose this one because they're tired of seeing them in the, the final four or whatever you call it, the playoff. I think a one-loss Notre Dame team should not be in no. consideration. No, there's no way. No way. I mean, even an undefeated Notre Dame team, I really don't see how you put them in. You got – if Alabama wins out and you get LSU in the mix and their one loss is to Alabama, I don't see how you don't put LSU in it over Notre Dame. But, well, they did it with uh, the BCS when you all beat Alabama. They put Bama in there. Unfortunately, yeah. you all lost that one. God, that was one of the worst and, games I've ever witnessed. And you all started that dynasty, so fuck you all. Um. I don't know. That's probably my, that's probably yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about the Heisman a little bit? We we I mean, we can we can mention it. I, you know, I heard uh, after week three. Uh, you know, kind of going to go off of memory here. I couldn't really find it online. Uh, I think it's right now leading the the race is Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma, Joe Joe Burrow at number two, and uh, Tua Tagovailoa number three at Alabama. I think uh, Jonathan Taylor's in the mix, and um, right now it looks like. Jalen Hurts is if he continues the play that he's doing right now, you're it probably going to have a back-to-back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner from Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley 
Probably going pro. Right. I mean, how, how can you not? He may not want to leave Oklahoma, but there's no doubt NFL teams are going to be going after that man. Money slapping. Yeah. Money yeah. whipping. I mean, look what it did to save him. It did cause one of the biggest regrets of his life, but he did go after the money. Well, now he's at a better school than uh, Bama, so. <sighs> he did say his biggest regret was leaving LSU. Could you imagine the dynasty that they It would, would have? be nasty. It yeah. really would. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's you, you don't want Jerry Donardo back. Oh, the old Donardo days, man. God, I remember as a kid going to those games, just thinking, God, can we get out of here? The only thing I remember about those days was Kevin Falk, and that was the best player. One of my stepmom's favorite players. She loved Kevin Falk. Good athlete too. He was fun to watch. He was a good patriot. There have been some really, really good players, you know, throughout the years that come through LSU. I remember as a kid just seeing, well, you got. Uh, Dominic Davis, you know, he was not very big, but he was that is. he was a specialist athlete. Uh, I remember one of the biggest highlights, he ran a punt back against Auburn. I think it won the game. That was exciting. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, that pretty much brushes it up for college football. Uh, you know, some good games. Should be a good Saturday. Just kind of sucks that all the teams we like are playing early. We're 2.30, which is prime drinking time for me. Shoot, I'll be, you know, it'll be 11 o'clock, I'll be hammering the beer, and who knows, by 2.30, I may not even be able to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, 11 o'clock is also going to be prime drinking time for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, those beers will be cold and ready to go, <laughs> for sure. So, And I think the reason Mike was sick on Sunday, I'm sure most of y'all have the internet and probably have seen that Drew Brees is, uh, he's out for six weeks. That's pretty short timetable for him not I mean thumb surgery yeah that seems like that's pretty important for a throwing hand yeah I think if if there's any player that could come back you know when it's estimated is Drew Brees I think you know he's going to put in the effort he's going to put in the work to to recover Um, but yeah that was you know Sunday was a pretty tough day for Saints fans you know we losing Drew Brees and you know the the hype we had going into the season being Super Bowl predict uh, predicted so, you know, it's tough, but, I mean, you, you hate it for him just because he's not just a good football player. That man means everything to New Orleans. He is the hero of New Orleans, and, it, you know, it just you hate to see him have to go through this, but it's not the first time he's faced adversity. I mean, we know about his shoulder injury before he came to New Orleans and not thinking I'm ever going to get to play football again. So he's bounced back from injuries, and look what he's done, you know, after an injury. So, you know, I, I think he's going to come back strong. Um, it's going to be tough, you know, without him. Uh, you know, these two quarterbacks that they've got are going to have to really step up. But, uh, yeah, that, that was tough to watch. It not only hurt me as a fan, but my fantasy took one of the biggest hits I've ever had. Because not only did I lose Drew Brees, but the other quarterback I drafted in that fantasy league was Ben Roethlisberger. And guess what? He's out for the whole year. That's good news. So... <laughs> You know, my, my fantasy on Sunday just it was not going very well for me. But Well, at least y'all got Zion Williamson too, I look forward to yeah, on that. Bring bring some hype back to New Orleans, you know. I'm I can't wait to see what he does. He'll probably tear his ACL in the first game, knock on wood, but I was about to say knock on wood because that's uh that might be a little issue. Um so the Cowboys look great. Dak, yeah. I hope he gets paid pretty soon. He's going to have to. I mean, I don't see how you can't. The man's put up some good numbers in the first, what, three or four games. We played two games, but yeah, he's got to put up. It's only been two? He's got to. Man, these 
Are these beers already getting to me? He, Good he, lord. He's going to put up monster numbers again against Miami. But it's Miami, Jeff. Yeah, but... Do you think they stay in the game? you think Zeke and Dak stay in the whole game? We'll pull them at halftime. We're going to be up by 40. God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Miami's a train wreck right now. Who's the other good teams? Like, oh, um, you got another good week. KFC. Uh, oh, KFC. No, it's uh, K- K- Kansas City, K- Kansas versus, City uh, and uh, Baltimore. Yeah, that should be a good one. Some are picking Baltimore to win that game. Um, yeah, I think uh, with Lamar Jackson, Falker looks good right now. God, he really does. He's like and, a better version. And I think he's answering every critic that came out and said he is just a running quarterback. He is definitely throwing it all over the place, yeah. and that's pretty legit. Yeah, when you can throw running and throwing the football in the same mix, it's it's hard. I mean, look what Michael Vick did in the NFL. He was one of the one of the best at it. So, I think Lamar Jackson's got a bright future for sure. I like to see it. Baker should May- be a, yeah, should be a good one too. Baker Mayfield has uh, the thing with Baker Mayfield when you put yourself up on this pedestal and you're challenging everyone. And you lay an egg the first two weeks. It's hard to bounce back. I know they beat the Jets, but it didn't look good for him. No. If, uh, what's his name, uh, OBJ did not take that one to the house for 89 yards on a slant. Right. A little screen. Yeah. His numbers look like shit. Yeah. And, yeah, I know you got to have confidence, but he's on the cocky side of things. Yeah, I think going into the season, I think there was so much hype behind him. You know, and, and that can really – I think if you're you don't handle it very well, then I think it can kind of it can kind of cloud you as a as a quarterback when you start playing these games. I mean, you're not playing you know Miami every game. You're playing some of the best athletes they, ever and, in and, football. And, and then they really haven't. All right, Tennessee is pretty decent, but then Jets they're decimated with injuries. Yeah, and he still hasn't looked good. Yeah. And Against these teams that you would expect somebody of his, you know, hype and his caliber to look good, he hadn't looked good. No. So who knows what the what what, it, what the future holds for the Browns? It's not listen, looking good no, for sure. I was listening to Cowherd, Cowherd earlier, and he was talking Stay about in that guy. <laughs> but he was talking about how, all right, coming from Lincoln Riley's offense, is such a good, like uh, quarterback coach, all that play right. caller. And he's played, they said, 40-something, started 43, 44 games in college. So he's, has, he has all those reps, and then he has such a good play card. Has he about peaked at his level? Like, is there much room for him to to grow? I know Cal Turd's a uh, hater of Baker Mayfield, but pretty solid question on that. Like, the, you, like he also mentioned that um, Saban, Great DB coach. You have these defensive players to come into the pros. Their DBs are always hype, but they never get any better when they're in the pros. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I think he might be onto something with Baker Mayfield. I mean, you, you come out of college, you know, have the hype that he had, he may have peaked. I mean, it, it, it's not. I mean, I think last year he came in the middle of the season, Browns are desperate. You're, and then the, the expectations are super low. Right. And, you know, he, he brings them to a win. And then, he, you know, I think they you know won a couple more games. He looked decent. But with, with, with these, you know, with these quarterbacks is after you get a year and you come in and, you, you know, these DBs don't really know much about you. They haven't seen anything on you, no film. 
you're going to probably be successful. What happens is usually, I mean, you look at Dak, for instance. What did he do after his rookie year? He kind of struggled. He, he went downhill. A, he, it he wasn't a little, like a steep drop-off, but, but he, it, it was, was a little a, slump. And they, they always say the sophomore slump. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with these they, DBs and defensive coordinators. They get – they this get that, film on they you, get that tape and, and they, they get to study you, and they figure out your, you know, your tendencies yeah. and your weak spots. And so, I think everybody's catching Baker Mayfield on on some of these these weaknesses. So, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how they finish out the year and and they what they do coming up and too. what and what they do at the end of the season. So we'll see. It's for uh, I don't know. I wanted him to be really good, but now we got Gardner Minshew, so we got that. Man, how about this guy? Coming out of nowhere, all right, and literally just... He's outplaying Baker right now. Outplaying him, but not only that, he's just taking the media of football, the media side of it, the social media part of it, the 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 off the field antics of football. He's just grabbed it by the, you know, the throat and just taking it. But I mean, he's not being a distraction. No. He's just being himself. He's just being himself. And, and he answers know, the questions way better than Baker does. He, I, his interview last night after the game. He's a humble dude. I enjoyed that. His family being there. They came on the set. Uh, his dad was you know hilarious. His reactions in the stands were awesome. Uh, it's really good to see a, a, a guy like him, six-round pick. You know, We have a good history in the NFL of late-pick quarterbacks who say, have success. So. Well, there, I think he was picked the same pick that Tom Brady was. I think it was close to it, yeah. If not the same, it was close to it. I don't know exactly what number, but I know he was sixth round. I think and, I like him better than Tom Brady. Well, he's he's definitely got the uh, the swag that you want in the NFL. He's, he's got the confidence. He's got the stash that he you know is rocking pretty I'm, good. For the fans, I'm going to bring him on back eventually. Hey, I mean, I had it for a little bit. I might rock it as well, you know. Support little Gardner Minshew. Why not? But, Here's uh, a little ultimate... Garden, Gardner Minshew stats and facts. All right. This is this season. Well, actually, not just this season. He worked out in a locker room wearing only aviators and a jock strap. They forgot Shout to, out. They forgot to mention the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Um, did a naked cannonball during camp at w, uh, Washington State University. I was going to say WSU. But y'all know Washington State. He bought a bed for $10 on Facebook Marketplace. Probably has a lot of jizz stains on that. Yeah, there's no telling what's on that bed. Um, carried a full-size bottle of Crown Royal and waistband on a night around Pullman. Pullman. You know where that is? I, maybe North Carolina? I, Washington? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Florida? I mean, it could be anywhere. It could be Washington. <laughs> it could be Washington. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Great. But a whole bottle of Crown? I mean, that's a party. I mean, he's probably got big drawers with those big nuts he carries around. <laughs> uh, grandfather wanted to name him Beowulf. Pretty cool. solid name. Pretty solid. Could you name. imagine Beowulf Minshew, quarterback in the NFL, rocking the stash? And this is a fun fact: when Gardner Minshew left for college, he told his dad, "You're the man of the house now." <laughs> man, you know he he really is. He's a character. Watching that interview last night after the game and. You know, he, he just he answered all the questions right. He, he looks like he's, you know, not well known, but he's handling the spotlight pretty well. So his it's legend, exciting. I hope his legend continues to. Grow. I do too. I, I, it's exciting to see what he's going to do in the NFL. 
And Nick Foles has proven to be a good backup. So that's the best you can hope for in that situation. Yeah, yeah he really has. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to hop into some random stories. So if you're just a sports fan and don't want to listen to the random stories, you can cut it off now. But you can listen to it, too, because it's going to be good. Yeah, it and, will be really uh, good. We'll timestamp it or whatever. But anyways, break time. And we're back. All right, I'm going to be straight with you guys. I really did not need a break. But... Um, I thought we were having some recording difficulties on that on this. By recording difficulties, I mean that I thought I forgot to hit the record button. Anywho, so producers out there that want to make, you know probably make no money um, could totally use you. Um, and then um, there was something else we wanted to get to that we haven't yet, which is the biggest story that's going on in really any of the sports business right now, which would be the Antonio Brown news. Sorry if, uh, by the way, sorry if some of this was a little rushed. I saw this difficulty pop up probably around the 10 minute mark and I was freaking out. Yeah, we just kind of kept going and, <laughs> and we were hoping for the best. So we needed to take a break, make sure we could figure it out. Cause yeah, that would have been bad. It'd have been a waste of two hours of me and you just talking and yeah, looking that, at each other. Right. I mean, that kind of would have been... You didn't uh, even buy me dinner. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Uh, so, this AB news. It's all over the place. You said you had an article for it. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, there's probably a lot of articles. Uh, I went to the first one I found. It's Bleacher Report. And you have kind of the rundown of it. The yeah. chronicle of AB. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got the history of it with what he, what happened in Oakland. They let, uh, you know, they release him. Patriots pick him up, and then all this stuff surfaces about the sexual assault and, and the things that he had done. So, article basically just says Antonio Brown has been released for the second time this season. Uh, Patriots let go of the seven-time Pro Bowl receiver Friday following allegations of rape and sexual assault. Brown broke the news on Twitter, basically thanking, you know, the Patriots for the opportunity. Pause that for a sec. When he did that, he has he had a picture of him and Tom Brady. It said something or other, but the the hashtag that really pissed me off was do it for me. I'm like, bitch, do it for you. You've been one been one, with this one game. One game they force fed you, you got forty or fifty yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That's going to be a pimple on their ass. <laughs> here's, here's a Patriots uh, statement. Uh, the New England Patriots are releasing Antonio Brown. We appreciate the hard work of many people over the past 11 days, but we feel that it is best to move in a different direction at this time. Uh, basically, Brittany Taylor, Brown's former trainer, has filed a federal lawsuit in the Southern District of Florida on September 11th that said Brown sexually assaulted her in three separate instances. You know, nobody really knows the truth except for, you know, her and Antonio Brown. There's probably going to be a lot of speculation. But, Jeff, let's be honest. This man is really probably not the greatest of human beings. Uh, everything I've seen, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, in the way he acted in Oakland really kind of, you know. And then he, yeah. he said, Grandma, we're free. Yeah. Like, the, dude, you the, were the, 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 I saw specifically one thing that really you know bothered me was you know coach Gruden asking him do you want to be a Raider and he said I've been trying to be a Raider this whole time it's like y'all don't want me to be a Raider and then he gets released and they've got the video of him running out of his house all excited I'm like 
that really doesn't show that you really wanted to be a raider. Gruden did everything he could for him. Fought and, for him. Yeah. Literally fought for this man. And I don't know if you've been watching the Raiders. They don't look terrible right no, now. No, they, they look pretty good. I mean, they... Uh, Gruden shows he still has it. Yeah. So, um, this, this A-B stuff is crazy. Uh, my, per, my personal opinion on this whole thing is... I don't think he will get picked up by another team. I think they're going to have. It. I think they're just going to have to let this season kind of play out with him and see, you know, the offseason, see how this lawsuit plays out, what ends up servicing of it, and then kind of go from there. As a fan, all right, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. If they brought him brought him on the team, I would hate that. No matter how good he is, a new top five receiver. I would hate it. Yeah, but I mean, he may be a top five receiver, but just think of the, the baggage the, that you're the, bringing it's into. It's a cancer you bring yeah. into your locker room. Yeah. And it, I mean, and the only was, team, honestly, that I think would have been able to handle the baggage is New England, and look what happened. They got rid of him. They let him go. So They've given Josh Gordon so much. Josh Gordon is actually a, he seems like a good guy. He just has a little bit of a issue. issue. Some problems, but, yeah. And, you know, that's a little bit different than, he's not, He's not this guy that wants every bit of the attention. He just wants, I mean, he wants to smoke a little weed. Right. I mean, what's wrong with that? You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like AB has like morphed into a T.O. Just it's attention to it, me. It's, like, it's T.O. Megatron. Not, not Megatron. Like he has morphed into like T.O. on steroids. Yeah. I mean, it, I feel like it could be an attention grabber. It just... I mean, there's just so much. It's frustrating to watch. Yeah, I mean, there's so much baggage with this guy that I don't see how any NFL team could take. He's him not good right for now. a team. It it really isn't. I mean, you're and you're you know what? We're three weeks going into week. Was it week three or four that we're going into? Yeah. You bring a guy in like that, you know, going into you know week four, you've already got the camaraderie with your team, and then you throw this guy in there. I mean. I just don't think that's good. So I think for the best thing for NFL teams to do, let's leave him alone, let him figure out his stuff. But then they're giving him all this free time to jerk off in people's backs. I mean, the the details of this case, Jeff, <laughs> were like, all right, they so, were so, they were so the one, shocking. I mean, it, it all right, was so the one he was all all right in in his de- not really in his defense, but. They were seemed like they had some bit of a relationship outside of trainer. Yeah, I mean I'm there old, could have been a relationship. There was something there. going on yeah. there. But the other stuff I learned about him since this, all right, we have already known he's been a me 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 yeah. me me. It's me all guy. about me kind of guy. And he thinks rules don't apply to him. Recording Facebook Live, recording uh, a post game speech by his coach in the NFL locker room. Which NFL locker rooms are the most sacred place for info? I mean, NFL. All right, they were talking about this before. NFL is the most secretive thing, or football for that matter, is the most secretive thing. You cannot watch their practices. Right. You can't. New information's out. Baseball, you, they can go watch you hit BP. They'll watch you play cash or whatever. Basketball, you can watch the other team do shit around. But NFL, you cannot leak any information. Or, you know, football for that matter. If you had someone in the stands watching you, that is... I wonder why that is with football. It's... There's so many X's and O's to yeah, it. But, there really is. But that is, like, it's... Everyone knows that. Our information is, like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, what right. happens in a, your locker room stays in your, in your locker, locker room. room. Exactly. And 
he broke that code big time. Wow. Um, and then he was farting in a doctor's face. It's so disrespectful. It's disrespectful as shit. And that kind of tells you about how what type of dude he is. And not only that, he's sitting there grinning and laughing. He's in like the video. laughing, and they're videoing it. Yeah. And this guy is like trying to help you, and then he stiffs him, stiffs him on the and, money. And just think of the platform that this guy could have set for future NFL players, athletes all around. He was a very popular guy, good player, and look at what he's doing now to his name. You know his legacy is yeah. tarnished. I mean, I, I would seriously doubt it if he makes it to all of him. He's got close numbers to make stats it. Stats wise, I think he's yeah. he's got probably has numbers but, to make it. But you know, To had to wait two or three years. Yeah, To was not nearly this bad. Right. And this guy is just his it, next it's, level. It's catastrophic, honestly. I mean, to go from where he was in Pittsburgh, the hype, the player. The things that he was doing, the numbers he put up to, you know, goes to Oakland, stuff happens in Oakland, gets let go, so excited, wants the release, posting all the stuff on social media, gets picked up by New England, and now look where he is. And, all right, so we're talking about the Divas of wide receivers. You got OBJ. Yep. That, that's one level. He's more of like a T.O. style. Yeah. They want to win, but they want the attention too. Yeah, showboat a little bit. Yeah. Um, but A.B. is like, his is on a he's, different level. He's a narcissist. His is on a different level. He for is sure. like, I've never seen this type of attitude. Yeah, and, and it's it's sad because you know, like I said, he, he has a six round pick. He had such a, a a platform that he could have created for you know then, young kids and people and you know aspiring to be NFL players. Speaking of inspiring people want to be uh, pro players, he when they were going through that little sh- uh, shit between him and Juju, Juju did nothing wrong, right? And he leaked, like, DMs from Juju when he was in uh, USC asking, hey, man, you're great, you know, giving him props and saying, hey, um, can you, like, show me some tips or whatever? I want to – I'm trying to get take my game to the next level. And he leaks that after uh, Juju gets that team MVP. And, there's two, and, you know, both of them are pretty heavily into social media, but one does it the right way. I mean, well, there is a right and wrong way to do it, for yeah, sure. And uh, A.B. has definitely gone the wrong way. A, uh, Juju just uses it to kind of – I mean, you can make money doing this. Yeah. But he does it to where he's interacting with his fans in a positive way, and he's doing positive things, and then A.B.'s by himself. He, he's just – his name, uh, it's just gone downhill for sure. I, and I would also like to add to his case that he raped my fantasy team. Yeah, he's probably hurt a lot of fantasy teams, honestly. Yeah. I mean, going into the season, he was, you know, probably projected as one of the top players. I'm sure people drafted him pretty high. I think and third now, round is when I – third or fourth round is when I got him because I kind of knew and, – And think about it, though. In in Pittsburgh, the numbers that he put up – He was top one or two guys. Yeah, easily. I mean, he was, you know, 100-yard games, touchdown passes, multiple you know, multiple touchdown passes in a game. So fantasy wise, he was he was up there. Here's something to also think about. Big Ben tears his arm, his hurt elbow me. that hurt my fantasy team. Too. And but think about this: two or three years ago, he was about he was ciphering about wanting to leave football. Yeah, that's probably AB. <laughs> He's probably tired of dealing with his shit. Well, I mean, look at all the stories that came out but, after but yeah, AB leaves. But then I mean, now he tears his sh- elbow up. He's talking about, I can't wait to come back stronger and all this. 
So think about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a B. There, honestly, you know, it, having a guy like that around in the locker room, you don't want that. It, you don't. You don't. And it like causes said, so much tension, and you got a guy that is just—it's me, 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 me—and it's a team sport. We're not, you know, it's not track and field where you're your individual athlete running the hundred meter. It is a you know team sport, and when you got a guy like him, uh, with with his name and the the popularity that he had, and now he's making it all about him, nobody wants to be a part of that. You can't Who throw wants the, that in their locker you room? Can't throw the damn balls yourself, right? And, he, and, and, and if you could, I guarantee you he would try. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I could do it. Big Ben, don't worry about this. I got it. I got this man. You know, boy. oh Tom Brady, who's Tom Brady? I can throw the ball to myself. I guarantee he would be that guy. Do you think he got evicted from the Brady house? That was interesting. I, I mean, you know, being the guy Tom Brady is, you know, it's not surprising that he offered he, he probably, it. He was probably like, hey, man, uh, this is not my decision. Like, but what? A, I mean, what What are the conversations right now between... Giselle's like, honey. No. Honey, get it. This no. Man, this man's raping. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's like... He's got to go. Tom's like... He, and she's saying that in her, you know, awesome... Sexy I, Giselle I, I, I try, accent. I try to. What are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Tom's like, but but babe. <laughs> yeah. But babe. He's my teammate, baby. Like, I, I I gotta have him here. And then, you know, like he's probably like in another bedroom. He's like, it's kind of like when you're staying at your buddy's house and they were talking like uh, your par- their parents are like, all right, he's been here for two days in a row. Yeah. He's gotta go. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gotta. He's, he can't be here anymore. And like he's probably AB's probably peeking under the door, yeah. trying to listen a little bit. Oh, oh what are they saying? Are, are they, and he's what? like, probably already. Got, he probably has his bags back. Hey man, hey, hey, fingers under the door, trying to get everybody's attention. He's, hey, <laughs> hey guys, I'm I'm still here. I'm I'm here. He's like, hey, this is uh, yeah. You, we decided it's probably you're, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go. It's not me. But but Ma, I mean Giselle said you can't stay here anymore. <laughs> Poor Tom. He's Poor like Tom. Yeah, he probably gonna have a place at Motel Six or wherever. Who knows, man? That's crazy. So that you know that that'll kind of wrap up the NFL. We kind of talked a lot about that, but you know, that that's a big story going on, and you know I'm sure there's a lot of you know people who were you know talking about it. So. You know, we, we had to. We had to. Talk we had to give our take on it. You know, it, it's been a crazy year for NFL football. So that just threw more oh, into the. Pocket. I got actually one more thing. All right. All right. One more thing. Okay. Um. It's the the pocket quarterbacks that we grew up with are all kind of falling. They're go- going down. Yeah. We talked about Big Ben injuries, man. Eli injuries, injuries, and you know uh, probably wearing out your welcome. He should have probably been gone for like uh, three or four years now. Yeah, I love Eli. He's a good guy. Yeah, I love. I wish he was still playing because that's a guaranteed bye week for us. Right. Um, so we got Big Ben, Eli, Cam Newton's out probably, yeah. but he, he is out this week for sure. He's I saw kind the reports. Of, he's out, which brings two ex nemesis at A and M, Kyle Allen, and. Yep. Uh, Kyler Murray, they're going to play each other. Um, and then we have, Kim, you say Cam Newton. He looks like he's 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 a shot fighter. I think he's he could be on his he's last on, limb for sure. He's not He is not the same Cam Newton we saw six years ago. You can't take those shots. I mean, he's been a fullback and a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then who else you got? You got There's, Nick Foles that went uh, down. Drew, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I mean, it, it's... 
it, God, it's, it's, it's a year of injuries. And, so and then, what's what's exciting about that though is now it's time for these younger guys to step up. Let's see what they're made of. Most let's of them see have what, done really well. Let's see what they can do. Give them an opportunity. Who's and, the next Dak Prescott? Right. I mean, hey, he he Our, stood um, in and I mean he he, he did. He, he stepped up his rookie year and took you know job. got thrown into the uh, fire. And I hope it's Gardner Minshew. I really do too. That oh, man, man right there, that is such a great human being. <laughs> he is going to be so fun to watch. I can't uh, wait. I cannot wait. I love him. All right. So, and then I've been hearing Marriott is probably on his last. Yeah. Questions. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when you got these guys who are dual threat quarterbacks who have the run ability, who have the throwing ability, they're taking more hits. When you've got guys like Tom Brady, uh, Breeze, you know, these guys who are pocket passers, they're not taking as many hits. Murray's a player. So, Colin Murray for, would be ultimate dual threat. Yeah. He can 4-3. He's yeah. fast. He's yeah. probably the fastest. I bet he can outrun Just more. athletic. He's just athletic um, all around. Yeah. He takes no hits. I mean, he'll... He yeah, hit. but, you know, I think... He's... A, I that, think that in, was my, in two or three years, I bet he'll start taking some hits. Well, at A&M, that was what everyone kind of... Our knock on him was, you know, he eventually he eventually got hurt. So, well, I mean, you look at what Cam Newton did. I mean, the first what two or three but years, he puts, four years, he Cam puts Newton. his shoulder down, hits. But so Kyler, from his background in baseball, he is such a good slider. Yeah. But he would slide down when there's a first down. He could get two more yards. Look, he slides I mean, they, five yards before someone gets there. They tell you get what you can, go down. Yeah. Just get what you can and go down. You know, some of these quarterbacks think I'm going to lower my shoulder and run this. Old boy from state last weekend. Oh man! The motherfucker that he's going to he, jump ten yards. Yeah, went flying. Let me let me just helicopter real quick. Yeah, they yeah, knocked his so, dumb ass up in there. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. All uh, right. Well, that you know, there's there's a good you know cover of the NFL college. Yeah, good, that's, good bit of sports. We had a lot to talk about. So, you know, some good stories going around. Yeah, I think the girl listeners are probably already cut off on here. But if they want to come back, we're at 4.55. What's it called? 40, 46, 46 minutes. Yeah. This is where we're getting to the uh, other topics. Yeah, so. we're going to get into the good stuff now. We got our sports out of the way. Now we can have some have some good fun. All right. So, allegedly today, they've been hyping. I haven't even looked at the page. But it is the Area 51 raid. Man. How about that though? All the all the stories that came out, all the celebrities posting videos, and um, you know uh, the the greatest thing I saw though were the workout videos getting uh, getting posted. So he had all these people who posted training videos of themselves in the gym, you know, workout room in their house, whatever, and they had a uh, person dressed up as an alien and. Uh, they are training for running into Area 51 and then grabbing the alien and running out. So I could not stop watching these videos. It was hilarious to watch them do all these workouts, these high knees, they're training, squats, um, carrying people on their back, and all of them were captioned with Area 51 workout, training you know, to, to get these aliens and... I didn't really keep up with it very much other than those funny workout videos. But uh, the other thing was celebrities. Celebrities coming out with videos of themselves talking about Raiden Area 51. Uh, it brought on all these different things and all these people started talking about it. And 
um, you know, I just thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was a good uh, a good story in in social media for sure because you had so many different things that came about. Well, I saw some breaking news um, that uh, they said they said uh, breaking news twelve to twenty four people got. Got the day off from GameStop testing this. <laughs> and then oh, uh, man. the memes that have come from this thing. Let me see it. There's another one I really enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to scroll up real quick and snag this bitch. All right. So this is a... T- we post this on our uh, Facebook. Yeah, I think we put it on Instagram too. But we put this on our Facebook page. Uh, all right. So it's an alien with eyelashes, lipstick, and all that shit. Stella. And it looks like a, a Tinder profile. Says Stella, twenty-two. Just got a, just got a, just got out of Area Fifty-One. Hit me up if you like alien booty. <laughs> trying to get my cheeks clapped. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Uh, I know Mike would uh, eat that ass. Man, Jeff, always, <laughs> always taking it to the next level. Good lord, you just can't get away from it. Cannot get away from it. Well, yeah, man. Uh, so. Obviously, they didn't bum rush this motherfucker. No, I mean, yeah. yeah they got lasers. They got freaking lasers in there. But I mean, the stories leading up to it, 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 just, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was I mean, fun. it was a lot of fun to uh, see the involvement and all the stuff that it brought up. I mean, I don't it know was crazy. You, I don't know about you, but when I want to take a nap or go to sleep at night, I'll kick on a documentary. Right. And Amazon Prime has like a thousand UFO and alien documentaries. I mean, you're, some, you're of these, some of these people swear they see them. I mean, UFOs flying. Oh, I've, so, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen some unidentified flying objects, but... I mean, I mean you I have to wonder, though, because we're next to a major Air Force base, yeah. Barksdale. Yeah. Who knows what we got flying right. around here. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's what I kind of do. I'll listen to this shit. Ancient Aliens guy's got fantastic hair. He looks amazing. Um... But yeah, that's kind of like, I'll listen to that stuff and I'm soaking it in. When I, yeah, osmosis. I'm like soaking that shit in. Hey, I'm learning so much. Documentaries can really give you some, you know, good facts. I mean, there's some good documentaries yeah, out there. When I'm sleeping with this going on, I'm so smart Right. Now. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Um, your, your brain's just taking it all in. Do you ever cut that shit on and watch some of that? I, I love documentaries. I'm yeah. talking about UFO. And, well, yeah. I mean, all these different, like... Um, these different things that you know that don't seem real but they have documentaries on them yeah I, I love that shit UFOs are very fascinating especially when you got people who post videos of them swearing they see them and next thing you know the camera pants to this guy he's, he's like wearing a cut off shirt you're giving us a bad name bitch he's wearing a cut off <laughs> shirt jeans tucked into his boots he's got a dip so big the, the tobacco is coming out of his mouth and you can't probably understand what he's saying but he swears up and down. I see a UFO. I'm telling you, I don't want to fly no more right now. You know, I mean, it can't. You know, but yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff. It's pretty fascinating. Um, yeah. So you have to imagine. All right. So we're like one planet. There's like, well, how, how big is this galaxy? I don't know. Probably God, humongous. I, I never paid attention. And, to that, I mean that subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So they said we have just was it we have discovered more of outer space than we have of the bottom of the ocean, which is crazy. Because I was watching this one the other day, 
don't know what it's called, I will look it up. And if y'all are curious about it, I will plug it in the comments. Sometimes y'all aren't very interactive, which is fine. But I mean, I wish you would be. We're still gonna make this work. Don't worry. We're gonna make this work. I wish y'all. I wish y'all uh, hit us up with some shit. Yeah, help us um, But it was a deal where there's two. It was a training flight, and there's two Air Force guys. They were out doing a flying uh, training mission, and they saw something like a, it was the size of this 737. I wanted to call it 747, but I looked at it. It was 737. And it was flying erratically, and they were trying to get up close to it. And they're, what, how hard were they? They were like 28,000 foot or 38,000 foot up in there. And they said that thing dropped down to 50, 000, uh, 50 foot in 0.7 seconds. Wow. And then it went underwater. This what? Was, yeah, it went underwater. What? And they said they could see it. And then this other thing pops out. And it's like zigzags, and then went up to fifty thousand feet. Oh yeah, aliens for sure, no doubt. What? Well, and no then, doubt. and then there was this other one where it looked like a damn thing off of Star Wars, like a humongous thing, and they had it underwater, like in the ocean. There's no telling what's out there. Yeah, I mean you're right. There really isn't. Ah, uh, shit trips me out. It really does. Like when you start watching, and you're like. Hmm, is this going to be good or not? And then you start watching and you're like, oh my God, this is so fascinating. It's like, I was never... I can't stop watching it. I was never I like... I want to see more of it. I was like, never the type of person that would believe... Like, I didn't have no. those... I didn't have those type of thoughts. No. And then, uh, you see this shit, like, and then I'll say ghost stuff. I'm like, fuck, there's ghosts now. <laughs> yeah, ghosts and spirits and all kind of stuff. I mean... It's like... And now my hall light doesn't turn on anymore, and like I freak out every time I have to go. <laughs> There's a spirit. <laughs> I'm here. a little bitch about uh, that. No. So, do you have any top conspiracy theories that you come across? Well, I mean, there there's some good ones out there, but uh, I know one that I've come across for sure that I, I've heard in the past is: Is the landing on the moon, the first landing on the moon, real? And you know, I, I don't know. We weren't around back then. It could be real. It could not be real. Who knows? But uh, I looked it up and was, you know, looking for some article on it. And, I mean, you never know what these articles are going to be. Was it, it was us between, it was Ru- Russia? Yeah. First one to get on the moon? Yeah. Yeah. So I've watched a little something on that. But, uh, anyway, so the... 1978 film Capricorn 1, American astronauts and NASA faked a Mars landing. Though a uh, mediocre film, it was an interesting idea and one that would endure for decades. In 2001, Fox Television aired the program Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon? Which rehashed many discredited discrepancies between the official version of the moon landing and photographs of the landing. Curiously, they never explained why NASA would uh, distribute photographs that would prove that they had faked moon landing. Websites such as badastronomy.com, which is probably a really credited website, sounds like a great one. <laughs> badastronomy.com. You should probably Google it. Yeah. Uh, have pages and pages of point-by-point detailed rep- refutations of the Fox claims. You know, who knows? I mean, All right. I, we've, we've always, you know been inspired by one step one small step for mankind one giant leap for you know whatever the quote mankind? is mankind there was one one Salton. now one, Mike you got us all 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know I, what they said, John? Yeah, or uh, that was it was John F. Kennedy. It was uh, <laughs> I think it was. It was Neil Armstrong. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at I the thought, foot I of thought, the. Okay, sorry. I'm, sorry, at, the, I'm thought, at the foot of the ladder. Here's okay. uh, one, one small, small step, step for man, man, one giant step, step for mankind. mankind. Oh, there we go. No, it I'm took fine. a little bit. You know, these bushes are kind of getting to me, and you know, we're getting further into this, and who knows what's well, going to come up after that. Well, um, all right. So my the only thing that I've seen like them trying to replicate the moon landing like in a studio and stuff. Yeah. The thing that has always made me question it is that the American flag was waving in the wind. Yeah. Is there wind? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I mean, the only people that know that there was wind were the astronauts yeah. on the moon. Was I mean, because zero gravity, right? Right. Would it pull it up like that? I don't know. There's good questions. I mean, that, there, there's good questions, but... At the end of the day, I'm going to go with, just because I like that quote and it's been such an inspiring thing for so many I know for sure we've, we've been up there now. Right. Definitely been there now. Right. But the the first time, was it real or not real? Who knows? Because we were having the Russian, racing yeah. with the Russians and we yeah. had, from what I heard, we were way behind in that for a long time. I'm sure. We, so, probably, didn't, we probably didn't have the technology that they had. And we were probably a little behind. We were behind and somehow we... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know we won though. Who cares? You know what? At the end of the day, America, he he USA jumped, number one. He jumped off the spaceship, landed on the moon, took that step. America, we we did it. Shout out Bush Latte. Did we not look like he was floating though? That was pretty legit. Uh, yeah. He was bouncing. Yeah. A little not, no gravity space hop. Can't replicate yeah. that. Right. So you know, but it's a good it's a good story. I mean. I know there's been a lot of things come up that say, you know, oh, we didn't go to the moon. It's questionable. I'm going to go with we did because I like the, uh, I you love You know, I'm quote. the type of dumb brain. You could persuade me either oh, way. Yeah. When it comes to stuff like that, I mean, I don't know either way. You tell me and give me a, a, you, astronauts and NASA and it, all that kind of go way over my head. If you come to me and say, and you have like, you know what you're talking about and give me good reasons why we did either way. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to be that guy that's going to sit there and shake my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's true. That, that uh, is, yeah, that happened. We did it. I believe the, it. The rotation of the moon. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, 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 the spaceship made it there good and landed safe. Yeah. I mean, I'm that kind of guy. Uh, did you say niner? <laughs> uh, uh, over. <laughs> uh, right. So, all right. So that's my that that was one of my conspiracy theories. Let me hear yours, Jeff. What you got? All right. So I googled this. It's on Lifetime. It's the same place you did. So you know it's true. You know it's true. You googled it. You know it's true. Well, this I don't know. I think it is true though. That's where I'm on. But it's it, keeping with the Area 51, uh, not 20 day, whatever. I'm, honestly. I wish they would have turned out so I could have saw... I that saw, would have been some So we could see what yeah. happened. Because I want to see what kind some of... some interesting videos for sure. I wanted <laughs> to see what kind of technology they had out there. Uh, anyways, because it would have been technology to turn people from doing that ever again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, right. So the Roswell crash cover-up. All right, so this is the article from it. It says, there is... One fact that almost all skeptics and believers agree on. Something crashed on a remote ranch outside of Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947. The government claimed at first it was some sort of saucer, then retracted this statement and claimed it was really 
I weather balloon. What are these weather balloons? I've never seen one before, and they I hear about it all the time. I didn't even know there was a weather balloon that existed. What the fuck were they using for? They got Doppler. I thought they had Doppler and Doppler. big big radar things no, that can. What they use that for? They use weather a weather balloon, balloon? Uh, or they just send it up and then it just mysteriously yeah, comes back down. Yeah. Um, then they oh, so they were saying it was a weather balloon. Yet the best evidence suggests that it was neither a flying saucer nor a weather balloon, but instead a high altitude, top secret military balloon dubbed Project Mogul. As it turns out, descriptions of the wreckage first reported by the original eyewitness very, very closely matched photos of the Project Mogul balloons. Down to the silvery, silvery finish, strange symbols on the, its side, the stories about the crashed alien bodies did not surface until decades later. And in fact, no one considered the Roswell crash as anything extraterrestrial. This is a long article. Or unusual until 30 years later. When a book on the top topic was published, there was indeed a cover-up. But, but it did not hide a crash software. Instead, it hid a Cold War era spying program. Well, that's all I have to uncover there. That was a lot, a lot of words there, Jeff. I'm going to be honest. I've never heard about this Project Mogul Balloon. Sounds very intriguing. I bet it sounds like that's alien. Oh, got to be. Yeah, it's aliens. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, fuck everything else I've seen. I it's aliens. They they said they pull out bodies. I heard that. You heard that. We all heard that. Right. Um, so that's what I'm gonna stick with. I want to believe <laughs> we're not the we're not here alone. Um, but yeah, if y'all got some stories on some of your like freaking conspiracy stories. Theories, I wouldn't mind hearing a few. Yeah, of them. we we want to hear some different opinions from people. <laughs> no, cause I mean, I, no, because I want to hear some more shit that I have to Google and freak yeah, me out. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, there's obviously people who talk about 9/11. I don't want to talk about that because that's a touchy subject. That's a very touchy one. Uh, you got JFK. That's another one. Uh, uh, Princess Diana. Princess Diana. Apparently, there was someone that. Uh, I never really understood that one. I, there's some kind of deal. And they said um, they're saying when I what I saw online was that like right after it happened, within hours there were conspiracies coming out about it. Yeah, and I've watched a little. You know, like I said, I turn these things on to go to sleep. So I get to about 25, 30 minutes into it when we're about to get into the information, and I'm out. Yeah. So like when I, all my alien shit I got here, I'm asleep before I get into it. I wouldn't even last that long. <laughs> The one that really kind of caught my attention, though, was the conspiracy of Paul McCartney's death. I was under the impression he's still alive. Yeah, I was too. I think that man sang not too long ago, actually. That's <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. So is he dead? Yeah. I mean, what what is it? I mean, is he alive? Is he dead? Are we? Is the the John uh, is the McCartney the the Paul McCartney that's going around singing, talking? Is that not the real guy? The alien. Man, Jeff, you are really throwing out some interesting facts here. I mean, God, these aliens, they're, the aliens are among us. He's a sure. lizard man. Um, all right, so that, I guess that probably wraps up our... Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of got off on that. That was kind of an interesting topic. I kind of enjoyed that. I that was kind of fun. I kind of want to get in more of this stuff because... Yeah, because... I do find it interesting. I do too. And... And there's, there's such a... You can talk so many things about it. I mean, you can... There's so many questions... Is it real? Is it not real? Is it true? Is it not true? 
you know, thoughts on that. So I think we, it's a good. We topic. would like to interview someone that has some of this shit. Yeah, that has some knowledge we, we, on it. We want to pick some brains. Blow and, our mind. We, we want some mind blowing going on yeah. here. All right. So we requested some questions to come through. Um, we only got two. That's fine. We're still growing. But all right, this one comes from Jeremy Cook, my brother. I'm gonna play this audio. Have not listened to it. The title says "Dick Money." Oh Lord! Here we go. All right. How much of your dick would you cut off for one hundred thousand dollars per half inch? That. So, if you couldn't hear that properly, it says, "How much of your dick would you cut off for a hundred thousand dollars?" Every half inch is a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going probably. I'd go an inch and a half. You know, they always say size doesn't matter, and I could use three hundred thousand. So, I'm good with that. Mike, that only drop you down an inch and a half. Well, you know, I can still throw it. I'll sling it all day, Jeff. All day. Rubbing the clip. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Is it in? Is it in? He was like, but I got three hundred thousand dollars. Cash. And I'm holding it as a, yeah. So. Tax free, of course. As a buddy of mine always said, I can give it to you twice and make it seem bigger. They're like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, once was enough. <laughs> once will be okay. And I will never see you again. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> uh, yeah, inch and a half. Interesting. I'll probably go too because I got such a huge hog. Okay, yeah. Carrying around. It's like a third leg. Yeah, I got a huge hog. So I'll probably do two inches. That brings me up to $400,000. One thing you didn't think about. I have $400,000. How much does cosmetic surgery these days? I mean, that's a good question. I could probably get nine inches added to it for like $20,000. Then I got a huge dick and I got (laughs) $380,000. Glad your math is good, Jeff. Was that right? I think so, yeah. Oh, was it Desi 20? You said 20, uh, carry the three, subtract two, yeah. 20, 20, you'd have 380 left, yeah. And then I would invest that into penny stocks, uh, Jason, whatever his name is, and now I'm rich. All right, well, maybe I didn't think it all the way through, but I'm still good with 300,000. I mean, I'd still probably have a good bit left over. I could add a couple inches. You'll probably blow it on depression pills because you'd be so depressed about your small wiener. Oh, man. (laughs) Going into a dark hole. That would be a dark hole for you. <laughs> That's a good question, though. That was that was interesting. It, you know, I have a question. <laughs> I can't believe that man thought about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I have thoughts. Here's Everybody your, has thoughts. Yeah, here, you're right. Here, Everybody has thought. thoughts. Okay. I thought about this earlier. Oh Jesus! I probably have some more I can think of. But would you eat white dog poop? You know the old. Dry out, dried out, ashy almost dog poop for ten thousand dollars. One piece, I mean, one turd. Uh, English bulldog turd. Are they like some kind of special turd? They're very large, very large. Oh, geez, okay. <laughs> um, for ten thousand, hmm. I would probably go, yeah, I probably would. I would munch on it. Oh, yeah. I would probably get after it. And, side note, there's probably going to be video of this. So, we're actually thinking about doing this? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay, okay. I don't okay. have 10,000, yeah. but sponsor. That would, yeah. Hey, well, sponsor, hey, I'll know, be the maybe, shit. 
In the future, it could be a topic. Could happen. If someone's paid me ten thousand dollars to eat turd, I'll do it At all day. Any t- any kind of turd. Any kind of turd. <laughs> all day. White turd. Ashy. Crumbles in your mouth. Appetizing. <laughs> I've got a strap for cash, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> times are tough, Jeff. Times are tough. I mean. What kind of turkey you want me to eat? <laughs> so that's the question I ought to ask. About, yeah, oh, put it on the table. What's up? Oh, Let me see the money. Yeah. Um, so, well, that, that's a good question. So now you know that we can you know, accept questions if y'all got questions no, for we us. we got another question. Oh, God. Here we this go. This one is from Garrett Smith. Uh-oh. All right, I'm going to play this. This question is from Mike. Fuck, Mary kill. The Rock, Jason Stadium, or Zach Efron? Feel free to discuss. All right. He said Jason Stadium, but it's Statham. Gary, you might want to check your facts. But, all right, so Mike. Always with this question. Fuck, Always. Mary, fuck, Mary kill. This is for you. I don't have to answer it. Yeah. The Rock, Jason Statham, Zach Efron. Go. All right, well, you know, previous podcasts, we know I'm kind of a Zac Efron fan. Great guy. <laughs> kind of. Kind of a Zac Efron fan. You know, don't hate, don't hate. You know, we'll, we'll go ahead and throw it out there. No homo. I'll I know go, at this point. Okay, I can't help it if, a, you know, some caller calls in and says, you know, this question's for Mike. Let me direct it right to him. Um, golly. I mean, why would he even ask you that? I don't know. Did you know something about you, or I don't know? Just answer the question, Jeff. Sometimes I kind of want to slap you. <laughs> uh, just want to hit you in the face. Um, golly, this question sucks. Would you hit me in the face if you could make out with Zac Efron? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even like that's not even a part of the question. You always take it to some other weird level, man. Um, all right. All right, answer the man's question. Jesus. Thanks for the question, by the way, uh, even though it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, you know, Rock's a good guy, you know, good actor. I, I like him, too. I'll, um, oh, God damn, I hate having to answer this. Uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't do it. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I'd fuck the Rock. Mary Zach Efron kill Jason Statham. Dang it! I hate answering that question. That sucks. Oh yeah. Hey, at least I didn't, you know, throw a berry in there and like, oh, I gotta get a, I got an answer for this one right away. My question is, why fuck the rock? You're trying to dominate, bro. What are you? How are we taking it to that? The question was, what I answered. Moving on. Because you want to spend a lot more time with Zach Efron. I mean, Zac Efron's a good guy, you know? Good guy. Can we move on, please? <laughs> what do we Jesus. Got? What do we got next? Oh, God. Please, something good. Save me. Uh, I'm sure these listeners love, love hearing me say all that. I want to hear about your favorite poop story. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, I actually have a pretty good one. So, a couple years ago, in Longview, Texas, you know, hanging out with some friends, stayed the night... And everything was fine, felt great, you know, a little bit of drinking here and there, you know, hanging out and uh, get up that morning and, you know, morning routine, you got to go to the bathroom, take a shit. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll do that. Well, 
Something must have happened between... What are you doing at Longview? I was hanging out with friends. I said that already, Jeff. Oh, my bad. I answered that question if you were listening and paying attention. I zoned out. Yeah, yeah. Surprising. <laughs> uh, hanging out with friends and... Uh, Male or female? Both. Okay. It was a group of people. Uh, so, coming back, I stopped to go to the restroom. Uh, about an hour drive. There's really not a lot from Longview to Shreveport. And, uh, Once you get out of Longview. Right. I think it's Wascom. I think it's about the only thing you have. Uh, but went, went to the restroom before I left Longview, get it out of the way, and the diarrhea decided to hit me. <laughs> and it was not good. Not good at all. And so, if you can imagine driving home from Longview, knowing that you have diarrhea, knowing that you got to go to the bathroom, it was one of the most stressful drives I've ever had. I'm literally holding myself up, praying that I don't have to pull over. I need to make it home. i got to make it home. Was that maybe of Keno Reeves and uh, Sandra Bullock? The bus story. 60 or something. Something, yeah. Whatever that's called. You're like, God, I keep the speed up in yeah. 120. I mean, I, I'm, I'm praying that I can make it home. <laughs> the best part about this story is I get into my neighborhood, and who's leaving? My mom decides to wave me down, stop me, and try to have a conversation with me. I had to look at this woman and say, I'm sorry. I've got to go. I'm in an emergency. I'll talk to you later. Made it home barely, and for the rest of the day, I was actually sick. I guess I had a little bug, but you talk about a stressful drive home. You get those bugs quite quite a bit. Was well, it on Monday? Monday, yes. It was a Monday? I did not actually have it, Jeff. If you would have read the message, it said I might have it. I was around people that had it. So, you know, I didn't say, oh, I'm, I'm sick. I'm not. I, I legitimately thought I might have it. So, yeah, you're, you know, an asshole sometimes and just try to, like, throw people under the bus. Anyway, we didn't, we weren't on that topic. I was trying to tell a story and you just interrupted and went somewhere else. But that's my story. So, all right. When it comes to poop stories, there's no one better than Mr. Jeff Cook. Well, I have so many that I could get, like, really jumbled down on this. Yeah. But since Jeremy bailed on this podcast tonight, he's supposed to be our third anchor. Poor guy. He's about to get roasted. Yeah. And I got one for Barry too. Oh, man. Um, that's what happens when you bail on your obligations, okay? We have a show once a week. We're here. It's not that hard to make it. You know? Um, carrying strong. So, this goes back to 1990-something. Maybe Yeah, 1990-something. We were in... We lived in Plain Dillon. If you don't know where that is, probably probably don't. It's really country, and then for us, the big town to go to was Spring Hill. Which is also country. Very country. <laughs> they had a KFC, a Ford dealership, and a Walmart. That's where you got the name brand toys at, was Walmart. So we'd go there with my grandma Omi. She's the best. Love her. Anywho, before we go to Walmart, we, we would go to... KFC to eat lunch. It was me, Jeremy, that's my brother, my cousin Matt, and my grandma, Omi. So we're eating, whatever, it was fine. I probably went to Walmart after that, got some Nerf guns or something, something awesome, have a like, great time. Probably uh, Nerf balls, remember those? those yeah. Fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Anywho, so it's probably 
back roads only. It used to be half dirt road going back from Plaindillon to, no, no, Spring Hill to Plaindillon. My brother had the shit fits, hit him oh, no. probably 10 minutes into the dirt road. So we've got 20 minutes to get back. And he's laying in the, the fetal position. There's highway back, screaming bloody murder, murder. The rumble, the rumble is upon him. My grandma was like, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So we pulled up to her house. And when we finally pulled into the driveway, he's still in the fetal position. He shits his pants, which was hilarious. We were dying laughing. <laughs> so <laughs> in the country, you don't have people picking up your trash. We have burn barrels. Yeah. Or, or used to. Right. That's back in the 90s. So we would burn the trash. So my grandma had a burn bar- uh, barrel out there. Uh, me and my cousin went in the house for about 10 minutes. We walk out. I look like <laughs> it looked like my brother had a fresh shower. He was in his whitey tidies and fresh pair. And my grandma and him are standing next to this burn barrel. And they're dropping in his dirty drawers into the burn barrel. And he had like the most depressed look on his face when he had to watch his... So ashamed. His shame face was... Yeah level 1000 when she dropped his underwear into the burn barrel you know Jeff sometimes it happens sometimes you just can't control it and you don't make it yeah I mean I've not made it a few times (laughs) (laughs) I've been on the losing end of that as well now after thinking about this a little bit I probably should tell Barry's story because it's still pretty new (laughs) just know Barry is sharded in his pants within Maybe twice or three times. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you one story. Of many stories, he shit his pants. <laughs> Golly. So, <laughs> you should probably make the podcast, Barry, or I wouldn't be talking about this. Uh, so, me and Barry were working out, and we're doing some deadlifts, which, you know, it's a strain on the core. Yep. If you got any. If you got to go, it's not good. It's not good. So, we're doing deadlifts, and he said, all right, after he did his set, he like acted like a little weird, a little funny. He runs off to his set, oh, I gotta go poo. Or I have to go to the bathroom or something. He was in there for, fuck, it was probably 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go do my set. I felt gonna fish out this whole fucking like, rotation of lifts. And... He comes back, he's acting all like jittery and like he's saw a ghost or something. <laughs> and I was just joking with him. I was like, Barry, did you shit yourself? I guess, you know, Mike, that's what I say to people. I, yeah. I joke around. Right, all the time. And, all the time. And Barry was like, he looked at me like, the, like just stoic. I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we got to get out of here. Uh, he's I like, gotta go. He's like, I got to go. I'm like, what? And then I went into the bathroom after that. And I saw his underwear in the fucking trash can. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then Barry stopped working out with me for like a year. So good, a good reference to a long camp poly there. Uh, we got to go. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Why, man? I sharded. I, I sharded. What? What? I tried to fart and a little shit came out. Got to go. <laughs> so great. Shout out, Barry. Wish you were here, but you're you know, not. You're not. <laughs> well, that's about... 
What I got right now. You got any other stuff you want to touch on? Uh, I mean, I think we've touched on a lot. You know, it's been a really good podcast, I think. You know, we had some good topics. Um, you know, I, I, I'd like to see some more Wait. involvement. We had a story. Uh-oh. We, all right, okay. I forgot so, something. So, no, no. We posted a question. My girlfriend posted it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we posted it. It was like, we want to hear guys' bad date stories or whatever with girls. And I get it. Y'all didn't want to talk about it. Right. Because we probably have, for every one story we have, we, there's probably girls with 10 stories on us. Yeah. Fair. We got bad karma, whatever. But me and Mike were talking earlier, and he had a little story. Yeah, so um, it's, you know, I wouldn't say it was that bad. It was kind of just one of those situations where it's awkward. But, I thought it was uh, pretty shitty. Well, yeah, it kind of sucked. But uh, so I, I got, you know, this friend of mine that I had met in college, and we kind of, you know, re, we ran into each other. And, uh, you know, we kind of started talking, going back and forth, and, you know, conversations are good. And, um, you know, she lived in Natchitoches, from Natchitoches, and her family was from there. And the Mardi Gras ball down there was the weekend coming up. And from like where we live, it's about an hour, yeah, 15 minute drive. Yeah, so not, you know, not a, a close drive, but not too bad. But uh, so invites me, you know, says, hey, why don't you go grab a tux? You'll come down and be my date for the How Mardi Gras ball. How much does that tux cost? Uh, it's about 160 I think, total with, you know, rental and tax. Um which I, you know, not a big tux guy, so I've only worn a tux like twice, I think, three times maybe that for a wedding. But sucks. yeah, so you go and get fitted for it, and you go through all the trouble, and um, you know, she, you know, she's the one that initiated it. I didn't really say anything, and I kind of thought about it, and was like, yeah, you know what, I'll give it a shot. We'll go down there and, and go to the Mardi Gras ball. Um, Question. So okay. All right, scale to one to ten. Don't mean to like put girls to numbers, but. Where was she? I'd say she was about a seven. You know, she was a cool, she was a cool chick. You know, we had good conversations and, you know, I thought everything, you know, it was going pretty smoothly, but, uh, um, so, you know, I, you know, we get to through the week and get to Friday and, you know, there's kind of been a plan, you know, drawn out. So you were talking throughout yeah, the week. throughout the week. Yeah. I mean, positive. It, yeah, it was all positive. I mean, you know. She was she, excited to see you. Yeah, hang out. She was excited to have fun at the, the ball. And I'd never been to one before. You know, I'm not really into that, you know, Mardi Gras ball scene. And, you know, I, I never really got into it. But, you know, I was like, you know, maybe it'll be fun. You know, I've heard some good stories about, you know, Mardi Gras ball. So, uh, you know, uh, Friday comes and there's been a plan drawn out. And, you know, I'm going with the plan. And then all of a sudden it just gets completely changed. And, you know, the curveball thrown. I'm like, oh, well, all right, well. Um, so, you know, I, I drive down Saturday and, uh, you know, get to my hotel. I'm getting ready. And, you know, it's downtown Natchitoches, beautiful city. You know, Natchitoches is always a beautiful city. It's, it's the oldest city in Louisiana. Yeah, it, it, it's a beautiful city. Love Natchitoches. I lived there and, for uh, a little while. It is. I did too. Went to school there uh, for a little bit and, uh, you know, made a lot of memories. Question. Okay. So you get there to Natchitoches. Yes. Did you see her? No, no. I I get there. I checked in. Un, you know, got unloaded. Did you have to pay for the room? No, the room was already paid for. That was kind of a little twist in the the plan. I didn't know they had the room. Her family was like, "Oh, we got an extra room. You can use this room." And you know, the, the whole plan was they had already had rooms at the hotel across the street. 
and I was just staying in one of those rooms because there, you know, when I looked, there were no available rooms downtown, and I didn't want to stay out of downtown because that's where the ball was, and I wanted to be able to walk and you know be close. Yeah, so, like if you don't know Natchitoches, it is. All right, so it's country everywhere right. outside of this block or yeah, two. About, probably about three blocks. Three blocks. Three blocks, is yeah. Where, I, the, those three bro, uh, blocks are really cool. Right. It's like historic, a... Historic. Very, very historic. It's like a miniature... It's really like a miniature uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Very miniature. Yeah. But you can walk around booze. It's pretty cool little town if you've never been there. Um so yeah, so that room situation yeah, was so, something. Yeah, it was you know it was kind of confusing, um, but you know I'm I'm kind of a go with the flow type of person, and I'm not really going to argue or you know no confrontation really, and just I said okay and get to my hotel, unload everything, and I've got my tux and you know I'm getting ready. You know plan was we're going to meet at you know the hotel across the street from the ball at like six o'clock, and you know I'm you know pretty strict about time so i'm usually ready you know 10 15 minutes early make sure everything's good um and hadn't heard anything don't really know if it's you know we're still meeting not meeting what's the plan and still waiting around i'm kind of just sitting in the hotel and all of a sudden you know i got a text well hey we're just going to meet at the hotel and then walk across the street y'all didn't even go together like y'all didn't walk no i i met her at the hotel they were at and you aren't at the same room no no, we're not even at the same hotel. I was around the corner at a different hotel. I got put in a hotel like around the corner. I wasn't even at the hotel that they stayed at. It was like really kind of threw me off. But like I said, I'm just going with You're it. Like, I, we're gonna meet I was or? really kind of trying to be positive and I'm gonna have a good time no matter what. And you know, it should be fun, it should be a fun atmosphere. Um, so, you know, get to the hotel, you know, meet her, um, you know, and, and what the crazy thing about this is I'm like you know her whole family's gonna be there so I'm like her date and I'm meeting the entire family all at one time and you know you, you, you kind of put seen a, her in a while right and you kind of put a lot of stress on yourself when you're doing this like you want to you know act right and don't do anything stupid don't you know be the mic well, from college that I was and well you know, if I'm sure y'all are talking like there were like the potential it was it the potential been, it could have been, been like something rekindling like, a relationship right or like something it, it, something, into something it could have turned into something so you know like I you said expectations kind of going bit. yeah kind of going with it just seeing what happens but what I did not expect is what actually happened oh god get to the ball and uh, don't really know anybody I mean I'm kind of a you know lonely guy at the the ball that's standing around and. You know, kind of looking around, kind of taking it all in. Never been to one before. This is kind of neat. I'm just kind of standing there, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're two or three hours in, and this girl has barely spoke to me the entire time. What was she doing? She was conversating with people. She had her family there, and I just kind of sat at the table. They had a nice little parade show go through the crowd, and, you know, it, it was kind of like I'm just, you know, I'm here. You know, they had liquor and stuff i was drinking some crowns so i was kind of feeling pretty good and um, so it wasn't you know, like a total bust no it really wasn't a total bust but it was kind of like a kind of thrown off a little bit it, it was, was a, it was my I, I can tell you this had i known it was going to go the way it was going to go i had already had plans that weekend to go to the parade here in town and I kind of skipped that, and you, you would probably had more fun. Too. I probably would have had more fun, so I probably wouldn't have spent the money on the tux. 
or you know done any of that. But so it's obvious- overall, I had a good time at the ball. It just it was really kind of strange because I didn't know how to react. You're in one of those situations where you don't know how to act, you don't know how, what to say. Well, and, and and then allegedly you're there with a, this girl. Like I was her date. Like her exact you're, words were, "Get a tux and come be my date to the ball." So you're her so date. So I'm in I'm I'm there to you know hopefully try to you know help her have a good time and you know have but fun. But if you couldn't talk to any other girl there, like. I it, to make it change your night around, but right, that is awful. It it was, but you know, like I said, that that whole situation was just kind of it was weird, and honestly, didn't even really get to say bye to anybody. Just kind of walked back to my hotel room. I sent her a text message the next day, trying to be nice, you know, hey, thank you to your family, and you know, thanks for letting me come, and literally have not spoken to that girl since. Well, you know what, that might might have been the butterfly effect to send you to Rachel. Yeah, I've got. Probably one of the most incredible girls now that I'm so thankful for. And, uh, you know, shout out to her for sticking with me. Shout out. Shout out, Rachel. So, you got any stories like that, Jeff? You got any good? Uh, I'm sure you probably... We've already heard one of them last Yeah, week. I told that one, but if it's like being like stood up on and stuff, yeah, that's happened like several times. I mean, it's it was just weird. You get put in that weird situation, you just don't even know how to act. You don't even know it, what to it's say. It's like, I, I was kind of telling you, you. Do you talk to people? Do you not talk to people? You know? Because you have like, all right, so this girl like lodged you up mm-hmm. and whatever. And then like, so you feel obligated to like try to make that a thing or whatever. Yeah, well, like, you, just, you feel obligated to not make it weird. And she made it weird. Yeah. And, all right, so we've all been in this position before where it's like, all right, y'all see someone or whatever, y'all hit it up on text, but she's like, gotta get tucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but, like, you're texting or whatever, and then, like, all right, we're planning on hanging out Friday, Saturday, whatever, one of these days. And then when it comes time to do it, you're like, hmm. I'm just gonna chill at the house. Yeah, but she, you went out, like went down there though. It's like she should have made an effort. Hey, girl, don't know your name. You care to come on the pod to discuss? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she probably has no interest. But I mean, we we want to hear know. your motives. I don't, I don't even. Think what she, are your motives? I don't even think she follows it. I hadn't seen been a, you know associated with her since that night. We want to ask you a few questions. <laughs> <laughs> So, that could get interesting. That would be interesting. Anyway, I, overall, though, I mean, I had a good time. It was a fun ball. I mean, unless you got, I had a good experience. I had was the booze free? Yeah, so booze was free. Food was free. Her family. So you know, it was just to be home. honest, her family was really cool. They were nice. Her dad was the the king of the Mardi Gras so parade. Just like a lonely drunk fest. Yeah, I mean, I ended up getting a little tipsy and you know had a good time. Did so. you dance with anyone? No. Honestly, I danced like one time, and that was that was one of the weird things that was leading up to it because you know I like I'm I'm a dancer. I mean I like to dance. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean it, it, you know I, I I like to get out on the dance floor, and if it's got a good song going, I you know I like to you know get loose a little bit, and that was a strange thing. She seemed like that kind of person leading up to it. She was like, yeah, well you know, there's a lot of dancing. We're gonna have a good time. We'll dance you know all night, and then literally I think I asked her to dance maybe twice and got told no both times. You know like, what okay, well, after the second time, I was like, well, I'm, I'm just going to kind of stand in the back. Mike, what you just said, I have feelings too. 
And he hurt damn near every one of them. <laughs> no, I mean it hurt my dancing feelings because it was there was some good music being played. You're, you're like, I was ready to. I was I was drinking a lot of Crown and I was ready. To, you're like I'm a peacock. Gotta let me fly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And all my friends know that I get to a certain point, and I usually I, I'm a pretty good dancer. Yeah, get down. Have a, I have a lot of fun. It may not look that good, but I have a lot of fun. It's all about having fun. Right. Um. I don't know if I'd have to think about some like that. I don't know. That's never like really happened, but like the th- it was just so just the, everything leading up to it. I, you know, like there was I said, expe- expectations. If, if I would have known how the night was going to go, it wasn't about having like sex or nothing like that. It no, was just it like, was no relationship good, thing like involved. It was time. just having fun, and, and it she just blew you off. I kind of felt like I was out of place. You know, you're not real sure how to act. You're you're her date, but. She's not really around, and you don't know anybody, so it's... I, I mean, I've been in those situations where, like, you're, like, you are invited to a wedding from a girl that right. you've seen or, like, right. talking to. Right. They're in the wedding. So then you're hanging out with all these people you don't know. You have to mingle with them. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, if, if she's in the wedding, you're, you're not really going to be able to talk to her. No, she's got all these things they got to do and obligations do. and, yeah. And she just wants some dude guy there, yeah. that's gonna be there when she finally holding her purse or yeah, holding her when jacket she finally gets back. And we're just like, uh, I like to have fun. I love weddings. I like weddings are fun. Yeah, I'm mean, on the dance floor. <clears throat> there's booze there, um, but yeah, it's like kind of similar. Yeah, it's not really. It's similar, but like having so like inviting someone to be your date for like something that's not like that. That's shitty, though. I, I was just... It was odd because I was raised different. My mom raised me a little different well, to, yeah, to see if, it in if, a different way. If you're going... If I if I invited somebody like that, I wouldn't just walk away or not talk no, to them if so, throughout if the If I'm bringing someone in as a date, I make sure I introduce them to everyone of, of note. Yeah. And they know who, who this person is. So then they know my people. Yeah. And then was go but like I don't leave those person the, the people like and, and she did all of that I mean introduced me to everybody but it was just you know she she didn't really like I didn't know if I should be close to her or you know go where she was going so I just kind of stood in the back you know I was I was raised that if you have a date you you know don't hover over them but you stand kind of close to them and you know you it's don't want to you don't want to just leave them hanging I mean they may not know anybody somewhat and, of your obligation to is them that having person. a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, and them having a good time. And that's how I feel about it. Because um, so. there, there is, I don't know. I, I had I, a good time other than that. I mean, I was having good drinks and... I would feel bad. Good, good music. If but I was It hurt. was just weird. It was a weird night. God, I'd have to think about it a little bit. I've, I mean, I've been stood up several times, get these weird texts or whatever. It's like, oh, um... I thought we were meeting at this time or whatever, you know, whatever. Like, you know, the yeah. the way dating is these days, it's not as personal. No. Because, like, you got text. It's uh, text messages or Snapchat or, you know, all these different platforms you can talk on. And it's easy to be shady. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, people. I mean, I don't sometimes know. you you know you pull a Casper and you don't talk to the person. And <laughs> <laughs> but Casper is coming around. But, but see, the, what's so funny about that is I really have never to talk because I kind of did the same thing to Rachel. Hey, I'll be honest. That's why I don't want to go like super deep. But uh, yeah, but I've redeemed myself. We, you know, we're, we we've have, got a wonderful relationship. We have. She's right. amazing. So all right, so that type of thing. Used to, I I wouldn't do like what happened to Mike, but like you'd be talking with someone like you know, plan a date I guess. Yeah. Like it's not like set in stone. Like that was what I would, but like I was like ah, you're texting and stuff, and like you know you just don't feel like going out, so we just kind of let it blow off, and so I think I've had bad karma for a little while. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, a lot of mine was, I just, I'd never been in a relationship or, you know, had met somebody as good as her. And it was kind of like a panic, I guess, in a way. But, I mean, you know, you can't go back on it. You learn from it. You, you, you know, you try to turn it into a positive, and yeah. that's what I did. And, you know, I, I mean, I couldn't be any more blessed than what I am now with where our relationship is. I think you know, it the, made us a lot stronger. You know the way I describe things for me, which... The way I, right, the way I would describe it, it was like Shanghai, Shanghai noon, mm-hmm. and I think Owen Wilson. Yeah, he was. Uh, Wasn't it Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan? Yeah, yeah. Owen Wilson. He's like, all right. I haven't seen the movie in forever. I'm a wild Mustang or Bronco is what he said, and you leave that gate open, I'll come in there and eat. <laughs> I'll eat. As soon as you close that gate, I'm jumping over the fence and I'm going, and. As stupid as that sounds, that is so true. Because <laughs> yes. if someone, all right, now I'm not saying like when you're dating someone, that's not 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 what I'm talking about. It's when someone fences in everything you do, yeah. and they have to know every single thing you do. It smothers you, and you gotta go. Yep. You can't. I can't it, be free. The insecurity is so strong. Yeah, you can't do that. And as much as you like, you try to reassure people. If they're in that mindset, it's hard to shake that. So, advice. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> All right. Don't, yeah. All right. Okay. Take it from us. <laughs> no. If no. If you're going to be in a relationship, you have to be ready to be in one for one. Yeah. And then. If you can't trust that person, why in the hell you're in the yeah, relationship? There, there's no in the first point. Place? That that's the main thing to start. If you if you don't have the trust, why would you do it? There's no reason to. Yeah. So because you're gonna exhaust yourself with all these different things. Who are they talking to? Who are they with? What are they doing? And I and I've had that before. I've been in a relationship. It sucks. You know, one man. of my first relationships I had that was long term was kind of like that. It was, you know, the trust wasn't really there. And so it was constantly getting that, well, what are you doing? Who are you with? You know, where where are you type thing. You and could give it. them your tracking on your phone or right. whatever. Yeah. It's like, all right, look, I'm not cheating on you, <laughs> for one, but you're making me want to leave. You're making me not want to be in the relationship. It's I mean, like... Because it's... It's exhausting to have to go through all that because you have so many questions that you have to answer. They, like, they start asking you all these things. And they're and, making the thing not what, like, they're making you not want to be 
And you feel like you're walking on eggshells. Like, what, what am I going to do next? What am I going to say that's going to set this person off? And, and it's then, not, it should be like free type of feeling with that. And just natural, a natural flow, natural relationship. And, you know, it just happens. But, I mean, there's obviously people have some shit but, coming but, Yeah, and, and you have to try. Like, there's you have to make effort. You know, no relationship is just going to happen. You have to try communication. On my part, in my opinion, communication to me is the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. Just, no you know, a, a little communication can go a long way. So, you know, that if I had any advice to give to anybody on dating, and I'm not really the one to give advice. Same. But, but I've been in a lot of relationships. I, I, I've, you know, I've seen a lot of things. I've had a lot of experiences. And, I, you know, I've had some not-so-good relationships. And then now I'm in, you know, this incredible relationship. And I can tell you one of the things that works the best for us is just the communication. We just, you know, we communicate. We, we talk about and it. And that's not nitpicking someone. Right. That's like, hey, I mean, something, if something really bothers you, you can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and the other thing I've learned, too, is, you know, if you're with a, you know, in a relationship with a, you know, a female, from a guy's perspective, if they're angry and they're, you know, they're, you know, maybe thinking kind of irrational, they're, you know, the heat of the moment, you don't have to keep just picking at them. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. Talk to me. That makes everything worse. Just if you want my, the, what's, what's worked for us is take your space. You know, if you need to walk away for a little bit, walk away. We can talk about it when you're ready. And some people aren't super calculated with the words they use. Yeah. Or like the things they say. Sometimes communication can get twisted around. Yeah. It's not as good. So. Uh, yeah, so. But, yeah. So that that's the, you know, gist of my bad dating story to now I'm in an incredible relationship and couldn't be any more happy. So y'all fully communicated that y'all are going to be going on dates and y'all did go on the dates and it all worked out as planned. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so everything works out for a reason. Yeah, um, you're right. So I really don't have much more I, mean, I can think I, of. Shoot, I think about. we've covered so much. I think this was a, a good one, and I think we'll you know we hopefully went we'll from get, hopefully we'll get a positive feedback. We went from sports. We talked about a lot of different topics. Sports, <laughs> poop stories, bad date, conspiracy, Area Fifty One, <laughs> AB. And we gave you some serious relationship advice. Hey, that were advice. Take that to the fucking grave. Yeah. Even <laughs> though we're really not the ones to give it, I'm, I'll try. I, I give it from the ultra perspective I, as well. I give it to you from, Why, from the heart, for a lot, sure. A lot of stuff that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now I know why. It's like, um, yeah, I'm in a uh, one-week strong relationship, and it's going perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Anyways, hope you enjoyed it. It was probably yeah. a little bit different than the first few, um, but I mean, I think we're gonna, you know, we'll we don't want to just harp on one thing. We don't want to be just related to that one topic. So, and like we always say, if y'all have made it this far, we want feedback, ideas, ideas, uh, like topics. You, like you heard just, those, yeah. y'all, you heard those questions come in. Yeah. That's fun to answer this. Yeah. Give them to us. Let us know. Yeah, um, there's different ways to contact us. So. And then there's also the deal where we could record. Like we, you call in, we yeah. record it, yeah. and we could interview you. Yeah. If you have someone that you want to be interviewed or or, or yourself. Um, there's many different ways we could do this with our proud sponsor, Anchor. Yeah. 
dot thanks, FM. Thank you, Anchor. Thanks to them. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, we're kind of we're won't, like it's fun doing it with you know with the stuff we come up uh, come up with, but we definitely like to uh, have. Some we want y'all involved. I we, mean, we, y'all are y'all are the real reason why we're doing it. So we want the the interaction. We with want the, the people fans. that listen. Yeah, to it. we want the people that listen to it to be able to interact with us. You know, we don't want it to just be us talking every time. Yeah, so. But unless you like it that way, well, I yeah. I mean, if, if you like it that if way, that's, that's the case. Fine. Then we'll keep going. We'll keep thinking of things. Yeah. But honestly, we're thinking about this stuff the morning of the recording. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> we're you know, not. I would say that we're kind of creative, but we really do just talk about it about the morning of. <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're at with that. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a little scattered at the beginning because I thought we weren't recording this bitch. We just had to make sure, you know, we had, to, we had to double, happen. We have to make sure I'm running on a little bit of a outdated computer, but we'll upgrade that once. Anchor we'll we'll com- get there. When Anchor comes yeah. through with our checks. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll upgrade. We'll get there. Um, anyways, hope you enjoyed it and we'll come out for sure with one next Friday and then we might. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, so, so I was going to close that out, but we're doing a, another challenge video that Mike lost again. Yep. I believe this is going to be a one-hand catch challenge yes. with drinking involved. Yes. We'll iron out the details over the weekend. I think we're going to probably shoot that either tomorrow probably probably, Sunday. Uh, yeah, probably Sunday. Sunday because our, our, our schedule is pretty filled up. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. So, <laughs> so that's what we got with that. Um, again, hope you enjoyed it. Keep listening. Subscribe. Rate five stars. Yeah. Shout out to you all. We we love we love seeing all the feedback. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Resubscribe. Yeah. Is, Is that resubscribe? Right? Re resubscribe. Resubscribe. <laughs> rate five stars. As many times all as you can. It. Do yeah, all that all many times. That. Share it with your friends. If you share it with your friends, if you share this podcast with your friends and tag us, we will. Uh, oh, 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 we will shout you out for one. But we're coming out with some merch. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're working on that. Hey, right, we're coming off merch, and if you're pushing our brand for us, this podcast, free merch. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Free merch. Gift cards, free merch, all, all the works. What's this gift card? I was talking about free merch. I don't know. I just It sounded <laughs> good, man. These beers have kind of gotten to me, and I'm like... No gift, gift cards. Gift cards sounded really good. Sorry, I don't know. It just sounded like it fit. I'm not real sure. You gift know. cards with zero dollars on it. You can put the money free into merch. it. Free merch. You could put the money I into was, it. I just kid. I just kid. You I put kid. the money into the gift card yourself. <laughs> and free But merch. we're going to come out with Wee Party shirts... I'll, yeah, shirts, hats, shirts, hats. With snap. winter, with winter coming up, we may throw a hoodie in there. Hoodie. Um, so yeah, if you're, it's all in the works. If you're pushing the brand for us and telling your friends about us, um, actually, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Tag three friends in this video. Share it. This is not a video, but tag three friends when we sh- uh, share this on our Facebook page. Tag three friends. Share it. And then like it to enter yourself into free merch. Yeah. And that will come with a shirt. I mean, you have to give us your size. Your shirt and a hat. And we'll pick the winner from that. But anyways, that's how we're going to end this. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you all next time. Please listen again. Thank you.